Welcome back to the Money Hill, your number one COD pod with a betting focus, taking you through all the majors and matches of the 2021 CDL season. And what a major we just had. My name is Scoot. I'm back with Nikita and Chris, and I'm really just curious as to your thoughts on the major and how you boys are doing today. We're doing great, man. Thanks. It was it was a fun weekend, I thought. Uh, some really close matches, especially once we got to the top teams. A couple of upsets, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Chris? If by close, do you mean just three O's left and yeah. right? Like, <laughs> it was three ones and three O's basically from the quarterfinals in. Even even the grand final was fucking five two. It wasn't yeah, even close. The grand final was like dominant, but I uh, I meant more of I was talking about the optic games. I enjoyed yeah. those. The cool. the optic games were were pretty close across the board. It I mean I didn't enjoy dominance. I really just, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I didn't enjoy anything. Every bet oh. I had, if you faded it, you would have won money. I mean, it's it's something that. I mean, this is actually I'm, a I'm, skill. It's actually a talent of mine. I'm active in a lot of discords, right? And I think you you put a lot of faith in individual maps this, this week, especially for this major. And a lot of people had the same difficulty that you, da- you did predicting individual maps as well. Um, and that's become like a real problem with Cold War. I, where it wasn't with Modern Warfare, individual maps are very dangerous this year. But it seems like spreads and uh picking the scores are not and that's what's like super interesting i think yeah we did have a lot of three o's at the end of the major and then we had the five two from phase um a lot of players speaking out as well against the best of nine format for the final two major which i think i mostly agree with it's a it's a really long thing to get through it's um, long, but also it offers no advantage to getting yeah. there via uh, the winners. The winners back. Yeah. Like in in Halo, and I saw a couple of Halo pros were uh, were talking about this and saying that you know the way it used to be is that if you came from winners final, you had uh, a one series advantage basically. Yeah, and you um, had to re- you had to reset the bracket coming from losers. That's how it exactly. used to be for Call of Duty as well. Yeah, and, I was gonna say, isn't that how it was last year? For the at the very uh, least, you should have some sort of advantage. So, I'm pretty sure last year Dallas had a one, one up, map one lead. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In the in the it was still a best of nine, but they went in already up one zero. But back when it was the CWL, it was you had an entire best of five on the other team, so they had to revert. They had to sweep, not sweep you. They had to beat you in a best of five and then beat you in another best of five, which was called when you when you win the first one, it's called resetting the bracket. So that's pretty much non-existent now, and I think a lot of pros want to see it move back that way or at least give the winning bracket team an advantage of some sort. And I mean, it's really tough because at the same time, the other team is also playing like at least six more maps than you if they lose. Uh, and that sucks. So I, I don't know. It's a long thing. Um, but I'm really curious as to like where you guys th- think that to start off with, I guess, where things went wrong this weekend and, and where you put too much faith, um, what individual teams you think you had too much faith in, who you're fading, what individual players kind of popped off and who just disappeared also. Chris, I you want to start? Yeah, I'd love to start. My first team that I put way too much faith in was the Seattle Surge. I thought that they were a delicious money line at 3-7. Um, I actually thought the Surge, you know, Octane is hyped as this unbelievable talent. Um, I really thought they actually had a great chance of beating Mutineers. Them coming in and just getting one threed 
way too much faith in that. That that was a rough start. I I think my biggest disappointment, without a doubt, was the Minnesota Rocker just getting three two'd by Ultra. I had Minnesota Rocker eight different ways: Surgeon Destroy, minus one and a half. I had everything, and for them just to come and lose their first game, that was really really upsetting for me. Um, and then, to be honest, the freaking LA Thieves crushed me. Getting 3-0'd by the LAG completely set me off on a tangent. And I was like, well, what what do I even believe in anymore? Of course, we had LA Thieves minus one and a half parlayed with a fucking everything under the sun. So that lost everything. Yeah, they then they kind of write the ship coming in, you know, 3-0 against the Ultra. And then they get smoked by optic. So it it was, you know, and that's just before we get to the weekend, which of course on the weekend I was like, Oh, empire, they've been playing great. You know, yada, yada, yada. They just went and beat optic three, two, um, great things to expect against phase, you know, phase had an easy path. If you will, they had to beat LAG, which, you know, we didn't expect the most, the greatest things out of them. Then, freaking empire get three owed it just everything about it everything i yeah the the, the the thieves 3-0 is something that I, I think morning of i communicated it a little bit and maybe not super well but as that line began to stack against lag you just start to look at it and you're like lag is really not that bad of a team and like their odds just stacking higher and higher made me want to take it more and more. And you, that's where that, I think, that like, is what, like, where the fuck is that coming from, Scotty? That no, I said this. Absolute, I said this morning up. I put it in not, my Excel you, sheet. Yes, I did. I did. I did. In your Excel sheet after the match had started, you did no, not text no, 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 us. You no, never no, no, told no. us to take I didn't the text bed. you. You I didn't never text said you. anything. That is the most. That's what I'm saying. It was to be communicated. Sus. To that be fair, most sus thing I have ever heard. It was not. It was not. I think. Look. I'm going to back scoot on this. All he's saying is that the odds, the, the value outweighed where no, the he's line saying had that gone. he recognized that I did. LAG I did. I was going to win and it was a 3 0. No, no I, did, I didn't recognize that it was a 3 0. I'm talking about the money line specifically. I saw it just continue to rise and I didn't tell you guys to take it because I was afraid of it a little bit. Because everyone's afraid of like, it. It made yeah, no of sense. Course, of course. But it got higher and higher. And then I started looking at it. I was like, maybe. And then I put it on my sheet, but I never really told you guys about it. And then it ended up being correct, and we had already taken a lot of Thieves bets back when the odds were, like, way better, which I still stand by. Obviously not anymore, but, you know, 3-0, lost there. It's just, this is where I hit the point where I was like, the league needs to be broken down somehow, and there has to be a good way of looking at the CDL currently. And so I came up with this formula of there are teams that, operate on talent there are teams that operate on prep and then there are teams that are pure hybrids and for me right now the way it breaks down at least among top six i think is worth looking at um maybe add in florida there the bottom half of the table is really hard to read but atlanta phase is a hybrid team they prepare super well but they're also the most talented roster across the board without a doubt and and the way sempitabizi played this weekend unbelievable also, they just had some heinous search and destroy clutches that that won them maps, which was insane. Empire operates a lot on talent. I I would put them in that category. I think the the best talent team 
but there is a little bit of prep in there behind it. I don't think they're a hybrid at all, though. I think Chicago's a hybrid, but they also have this weakness of just choking and not showing up, which is very, very poor. Subliners, definitely a prep team, but they also have the talent level there as well. They're top four team, obviously. LA Thieves, pure talent. It doesn't look like they prepare at all. And LAG, pure, uh, pure prep. And you could see that from the LA Thieves series. If you watch the entire thing through, this is where like it, it comes from. They Their pinches on hard points, their movements on search, their, their reads, their calls were just primed. They knew exactly what Thieves was doing the entire match. And I thought it was pretty unbelievable to watch across the board. I also put Florida in the talent uh, section, but that is purely on Awakenings performances. Um, and, and maybe Neptune has some of their best games as well as a young, talented player, but Awakening consistently just carries that team if they're going to win maps. So that's so kind I, of how I have it broken down. There's but, an old but saying for that. It's that uh, practice beats talent when talent doesn't practice. Yeah, 100%. And Everything. I don't think I'm – not, I'm not accusing Thieves of not practicing. I'm accusing of LAG preparing far better than, than Thieves practiced. Everything yeah, you just mentioned yeah. everything yeah. you just mentioned makes me never want to bet on this league. Cause it's it's like impossible to guess when a team's gonna actually show up or not. Like, oh, it just kills me. In of course, I'm sitting here with a empty pocketbook. It this tournament though, like I thought I had like some level of a feel for what was gonna happen, what was gonna go on. We're looking at the stats. We're like these guys, you know, freaking six and zero on search and destroy, and you know, two and two and four on control. So fade this, pick that, et cetera, et cetera. Fucking nothing hit. It was unbelievable. I think the absolute backbreaker is seeing optic lose their first two maps of control. And it happened directly in a row because when they yeah. went down two out of subliners, I was like, this money line is starting to look like very good because no, no we, I could read the text. It, it's literally oh yeah it's me spamming just take it's it you spamming it so high. give it to me give it to me i want <laughs> yeah. it nikki please this needs to happen put a million dollars on it and and then they get actually put a million lost. on it but but you like, said I it you no, said i would have i would have put a, a good amount a on there's a lot quote. of revisionist it's a direct history quote. with this body it's like <laughs> there's be. a lot of your your text this weekend and non-text that are like oh i completely knew that was gonna happen the, the best and part like, though was the best part was after he was like, glad you guys didn't pick that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I had a lot of, I, I think there will, there will come a time where that is the right thing to do. Like optic will go down. Oh, two again in a reverse sweep at some point this year. And it'll all hinge on that control. Cause I still think they're a really good control team. Yeah. But, but that, that doesn't like that hitting one out of five majors or whatever like that is, is not gonna no, well, if the odds are Make five and zero, then the that's odds a, are five, yeah. The yeah. Odds are then five you're and fucking the perfect. But uh, yeah, exactly. then we break even, and that's not what I want. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, I would take breaking even right now on the CDL. I would love I, to be breaking I think, even. I, honestly, I feel with the CDL, we got too smart. And you and I, Chris, we, we were talking about this on a call. We were saying, you know, we were, like you said, Scotty, we were trying to go for a lot of the map calls. We we're trying to figure it out and try to see, uh, try to predict things. Um, and things were just very unpredictable. And I was looking at, I was talking to some people, reading articles, 
we were consistent with what a lot of other people thought. So I don't think we have, you know, our rationale was correct. Um, but it, unfortunately, it's one of those things that sometimes upsets are going to happen. We also weren't taking the money line because we found the odds weren't generous enough. Yeah, and we did. And- sometimes there were a few times where we called it correctly. But we we had taken minus one and a half, or we taken uh three you know three one score line or stuff like that, and that's where we got punished. Um, and I Agreed. think that's something to learn from. In that, I think we have been correct overall, but not in the way we were uh, placing the wages. The specifics are what's yeah. killing right now. Yeah, and I think, yeah, good. No, I I hundred percent agree with you. There's also like a. There's something to say about being patient with the CDL as well and seeing like what maps come out, but it's so late. Like the draft happens so late right before the yeah, match. You have and then, two seconds to figure yeah, you it got out. Two seconds to really just like put the numbers together and, and get those bets in. But live betting on like what maps come out is also just so important as well. Yeah, um, but especially for that, something though, like hard we point. did that a lot where we were, we, we had that research down and it's still I, but we, we never no, no, no. what i think we never specifically of... got into the map for yeah. that mode yes. and uh well no we looked into quite a few of them like chris and i were talking through it uh, and looking at them and some of the teams were very similar yeah yeah, yeah no, 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 I, but I can see that what, but what there's Scoot is saying map is, stats, yeah yeah what scoot's saying is like the maps come out you don't have to bet the first map but like because you're watching and this is probably what we recommend across the board which is live betting um, but because each map is so dependent on which maps they're playing and like who's going to win, you have to be so dialed in watching every single thing. So that way when Hardpoint goes your way or doesn't go your way, you're ready to go on map two and you already know what the different maps are going to be. And you can start placing those in real time based on the mm-hmm. data. And that is what we weren't a hundred percent doing. Um, now again, I don't give a shit what fucking data we're looking at. I'm never picking LAG 3-0 over LA Thieves. And I'm, I, yeah, defi- and I'm, I'm definitely never that, picking no. New York Subliners 3-0 over Chicago. So Especially after what they did to yeah, them earlier. That, exactly. exactly. That, that was the one that disappointed me the most. Um, I just didn't expect looked, that. That was like bad. Subliners just 3 0 them after what was a pretty good performance out of Chicago the map before. So that was the most disappointing thing because I really expected them to come in and uh, go against the Empire in a closer series and win, hopefully. Because um, I thought the Empire just looked shaky. Do you think... this? I, I'm actually really interested in this. Um, do you think that 3-0 by subliners is more of a... It it's, pays more respect to their ability to prepare and learn from the mistakes of the first series? Or is this like a bigger concern of Optic can't dig out an entire weekend. Like, well, we already it looked the subliners slow. Were hot. I feel. I, felt I like agree. The subliners were hot. They literally they three one gorillas. They looked good. They just looked like they were flowing. You know. Um, and there's so but, much of that is in games like called games like Halo, playing hot and having and having that day where your comms are all on point and you're just your your shots are hitting. That can that can change things, and that's the exciting part of of I think these FPS is that on the day someone can take over, and and the subliners did. But I'm disappointed by, I mean, I just expect more from Chicago. 
But then, but then they go and lose three nothing to Dallas. That's the next day, new day, Sunday. Uh, I think it was. Let me let me triple was, check. But was, I think it was. It was. It was. It was. No, it was. Yeah, I had the day. Okay. It, it's just so it's a new day. It's a reset, and I the I think yeah. Okay. And I do I I think I feel like Chicago is a better team than Sublinus. Um but they no, no. they just got completely outplayed. And that was my, that was a big disappointment. Well, okay, my big my big highlight of the weekend just in terms of viewing was uh I don't know if you guys saw this, but the one v one in control uh, on checkmate. Um Crim yeah. Six comes flying out of the plane with one of the worst challenges I've ever seen in my life. And in Clayster just bodies him. And uh, I thought that was hilarious because of how Dallas dropped him last year and the kind of disrespect across the table to Clayster. Um, that was shown by Envy as an organization who I'm not very fond of at the moment. It's anyone It was just ever? hilarious to me. Um, but also the storyline for Optic, and this has been like crazy, Dashy's been pretty unbelievable across the board. He's just been... Right. Like when they're winning, Dashi, yeah, good. To me, it's Envoy. Envoy, Envoy's Envoy been, been a great, so good. He's, he's been, been a great just leader. So solid. Yeah, he's been doing all and the comps. He's making all the strat calls. You can watch their like behind well the scenes well. videos. Yep. he's been slaying well as well. I, I like, I, you, I don't know. It's to me, it's more him over than Dashi. I'm not that. Well, about okay. Dashi. Here's where it comes from, though. Dashi's a hard point KD one point one four. His search and destroy KD is one two one right now, and his uh. His control KD is one three two, which are all like insane, and the control one is absolutely nuts. But there was a series um, at the beginning of the weekend. I think it was, was it the subliner series? It was one of the two. No, yeah, it was the subliner series where they three would I think he had eighty kills across the three maps that they played, yeah. which just like to drop two straight thirty something bombs and then a ten bomb as well, like in the middle. Is just a nuts like that's a nuts start to the week, um, so I I don't know he's been a really like standout player for me and he's I mean, he feels does. like he's carrying optic to a certain he step. choked in that round eleven one v one, yeah that was I mean a bad decision that annoyed me, yeah I, it was a, it was a tough it's a tough win right bomb down everything um I think he probably needs to challenge that a little more aggressively yeah. but. If anything, he'll learn. But he, from no, it. but he, he also no. Player. He played it right. That was the most annoying thing. Is that he, he baited just the, the defuse. He baited yeah. the defuse. Turned around. Knew he was going to get pushed, and missed the shots. But he was set up for it. Like he knew that, what. Like he he was aiming at the wall, waiting from jump around everything. No. It's really hard to kill someone off a shoulder, um, having played, and. I think the peak was played really well by Dallas as well. I forget which player it was. Um, I think it was Hook and Illy that were still alive, but or it might have been it might have been Hooker Shotzi. Um, but his first challenge on Illy was so smart, and to just get around that corner was crazy because he caught that timing perfectly. I think he just needs to be a little more aggressive on the second floor. But I mean, we're breaking down, I guess, some niche stuff here. I I'm interested though to move into kind of where you guys. <laughs> Well, I yeah, want to yeah, know who ahead. impressed you the most and who disappointed you the most. Like, to me, I mean, Chris, you said Surge, massive disappointment there. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota? Yep. The Rockers. Impressed you or disappointed? No, no, no. Massive disappointment. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I would I, say, uh... to, to me, it's like Rocker. Like I said, I think I was disappointed by the 
the uh, optic kind of getting three of that that's probably my big disappointment but the other one was rock i definitely expected more from them the i i i agree with what chris said at the top of the hour <laughs> top of the hour i guess it's already like, an top hour. of the podcast it's already right? been an hour no but surge was uniquely disappointing to start off the weekend i thought the odds were juiced against them and obviously correctly but there's something like wrong with the roster right now, and I think they need a little switch. It feels like they're playing with one AR and three sub players, whereas other teams are playing with two ARs and two subs, um, or at least a guy that can pick up an AR pretty effectively, at least the top teams as well. They need to get rid of one of Pristini, Gunless, and Looney, and it feels a lot like it should be Pristini, and that's why they're fairly disappointing to me right now. I think they should be more talented than they are. I who else on this board i mean i don't know it's legion was a little bit disappointing to see them just go out like they did but at the same time florida looked fairly impressive to start the tournament and then la thieves just getting smoked was also like hilarious in my opinion uh teams i'm proud of or like hype for i guess i mean phase dominated Obviously, across the board, subliners five and zero in five and zero in group play, and obviously didn't lose in the playoffs. Like perfect, they went this whatever you want to call it, like round one of their season or a stage one. Fucking didn't perfect. lose a single game. So yeah, they didn't lose a single match. Yeah, match. So they've um, been impressive across the board. Hard, hard to argue against that. No, it really is. Um. Overall standings, though, I think do reflect where a lot of teams are. Besides maybe, I would honestly put Florida above Rocker right now. Especially the trend that Rocker's on. I think they started off a lot hotter. I don't know. One bad weekend. They had one bad series. And because they won the lower bracket, they got Well, they had one bad match. Yeah. It's a bad bad week to have. It's a bad bad week to have a bad. But until that point, they were decent. They were exactly where they should be. Mutineers, I did not really see enough of them to make me go like, yeah. Like the if we look at the preseason. Yeah, congratulations. The they beat Surge and Paris and then exactly. lost to I mean exactly. granted, they played the subliners quite close, three two. But Yeah. Uh it was a good series. So good I series. feel I feel like Rocker in the lead up in the weeks leading up to the major, more impressive than Mutineers. Yes, agreed. And I one think, bad series, no, not enough to to suddenly inverse the standings. They could but, have, they could be mentally weak, Nikki. That's a concern. Could be, but uh, it's I have two weeks of data before they look good. One one match where they didn't perform. It's not enough at the moment. What are, I guess, general trends moving forward? I guess Ravens to, bottom to of, of the table, absolutely one hundred percent. Scotty and I called it out. Chris is doing his CLG thing where he's suddenly CLG jumping off that liquid. fucking bandwagon. Incredible. He's just jumping off, off the bandwagon. So on. Is all, you still haven't sent me my money for our FlyQuest CLG matchup, which uh, FlyQuest won again. Ravens, <sighs> zero hurts. points. Zero. That hurts Literally. Oh, no, they're going to be a top four team because, you know, they stay together. <laughs> Might have missed that one. Yeah, maybe. Um... I'm surprised by I think the bigger trend up top. Scoot, you want the best trend in all of esports and CDL, which is fade my picks. 
that 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 would be the biggest trend um when you see us tweet things on the best of three network shout out at bo3 network uh when you see the cdl picks come in just go the opposite way and you'll be loaded fully yeah i i maybe not um i think i'll i'll be taking over a little bit more on the cod picks on twitter hopefully in the Eh, future eh, you don't even have twitter you don't even have twitter One, one, you didn't make any great calls this weekend either. You're partially responsible for this. Don't try and distance yourself. I left it to I woke up and I was Illuminati about the 3-0 LAG thing. I never said that. Um, I never said that. You, you 100%, a lot of those bets and calls definitely. I would have had if I I had one of the days I said, I think I said, and also, did you think I said Sunday? Yeah. You did? What I, I think watched, what I what I think happened right up, right up Crim's body in a search Cuz I have a text from you saying no, I'm not watching. Well, I wasn't watching at times. I watched a lot uh, of it though. Uh, yeah, yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, you, you can watch VOD, who cares. The reality is we not do have evidence. It. We do have evidence of a tweet or a text message said from Scoot being like, "All right, I was like, look, BNB clearly has no feel for the CDL." Yeah. Who can take over this? Scoot weighs in. Also a losing day. So the point yeah. is, fade these picks for the time being. Let us earn your, honestly, let us earn your trust back. And then maybe start betting with us. I want but. us to go dumb. <laughs> I want us to go money line, dumb, strict, you know, safe. Um, safe bets, like $1. Safe bets, $1, make $1.40. That's it. We'll, we'll I think that they're building up the bankroll bit by bit. My, oh, my overall trend is just yeah. following the teams that I think prepare really well for, especially now looking at just best of ones across the week. First matches for weekends, they'll be better suited to win. Um, the best trend in really the, the best trend is obviously fading optic map one, which I will continue. I don't know about continue that. to hammer. It hit every it hit every match except for one. It only missed against LA Thieves. The problem is the time that you bet on it, it's just not gonna hit. (laughs) Which is just also also your fade fade Chicago map one, like don't hit that. It's like the time we didn't bet on it, it hit. The time we did bet on it, didn't hit. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's what I'm saying. And like Individual maps this year have been really ugly across the board. Um, and like odds just become super stacked to one team when they have great records on it. And you don't want to bet on them because you have the stats to support it. And you don't want to bet on the other team because you, you also have the stats to support that they're just going to get smoked. And then they end up winning. And there's a lot of variance this year in Cold War, uh, especially in, in matches that don't apply to those top three teams. Um and I would include Optic in this. I mean, they've lost some weird games across the board, but their win rate's still like pretty good. Uh, it's just been been an interesting start to the year, and I think I agree with Nikki. We do need to dumb it down a little bit. Maybe stick to money lines and spreads when necessary. Some of those, some like spread parlays. Like I had Subliners minus one and a half, Optic minus one and a half on the same day when uh, Subliners I think three one, and then Optic three one. Yeah. That was just like a timing problem. We didn't get it in quick enough. And that was like a that was a that was a miss as well, just for 
the fact that we didn't get it in and lost money there, but, or like didn't realize profit, I guess. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just been a, been an interesting start to the year. Standings look somewhat similar to, to what you would have pictured at the beginning. Um, I'm not sure how you guys feel about that. What do you think? Like overall standings where people are right now. I think they're good. I think look, subline is turning up and doing well has been fun to see. Uh, like you said, they were maybe overlooked, so that's cool. LAG, I don't know how to feel about them. I think they're still probably a bottom bottom six team in sixth place at the moment. So I kind of feel like it's the rankings have come out. Uh, yeah, I thought the surge would be higher. I thought ultra would be higher, but overall, it's kind of now I'm looking at them. I'm like, yeah, that seems fair. It's hard for me to disagree. It's hard for me to disagree with anything barring I would maybe swap Gorillas and Rocker. I think Ultra... Gorillas have proven that they know how to prepare for matches, though, which is the one thing that I'll give them credit for. Yeah, but I don't Ultra, think Ultra's facing a very similar problem to London in that they kept their roster together. The rest of the league got better. But at the same time, that roster is just more talented than London's. Plus, London's, like, missing a player, and now they have to play with Parasite, who's, in my opinion, a cancer, um, and has been for, like, a long time in Call of Duty. So, I'm just, I like, I guess, final point, who do you guys see winning the next stage, like, moving forward, and kind of what are you looking for there? Unfortunately, I think Empire might, because as shaky as they, because honestly, I don't think they looked that good this weekend, yet they still got to the finals. Now, if they'd faced off against Chicago instead of subliners, maybe that goes differently. Um, but, you know, Chicago lost it against the Empire earlier on in the, the weekend. So who knows if they would actually be able to win that best of five. And that's a bit, it's a bit boring, to be honest. Because I don't Chris, think that you... it's disappointing when a team that is not looking great still is winning. Yeah. I can agree with Chris. Yeah, I think I think it's tough, right? I mean, FaZe goes 5-0, and beating Ch- Optic Chicago only once, right, in the regular, and then obviously beating the rest of the shitty teams that they had to play. But And then in the playoffs, having to beat LAG, who they'd already played before because they were in their group, and then beating the Empire handily twice, right? So clearly... That's interesting. Face hasn't had to play a whole bunch of the other teams. You know, I, I don't think that the subliners or the thieves are going to provide much of a challenge um, for face. So I've, I, I want to have a hot take. I want to have something interesting to say here. Phase is clearly in a league above everyone else, right? Like when you look at the standings, they went eight and no, the next best team, the Dallas Empire, six and three, right? And they were tied with Optic Chicago at six and three, and then their you know subliners at six and four. So like, they're just such like a cut above everybody. It's like, what's it going to take for them to lose, and not just lose like one game, but like lose consi- at a consistent enough clip where they don't win stage two? I I, I don't see a path forward there. Um, There's such a good mix of. Um... And like that move from Ostertries to, to go over, 
is I think exactly like they have talent, they have leadership, they have preparation. It just like it all comes together. I think this is I, I don't know if you guys will agree with this or not. And it's a very interesting take and it it's very much an eye test, right? But there's also a couple numbers to support it, I guess. Optic is very good at control. Atlanta phase, the game mode where I truly think they're a cut above other teams is search and destroy. Clearly, and they dismantled Dallas. Eleven and one. They dismantled them in the final. I think if we are to see Phase and Chicago play again, it's Chicago provides them the best challenge. I think out of Dallas and Chicago, Chicago provides them a better. Chicago needs to fix their fucking hard point because it's so bad. It it is busted at times. Um, Did they win? That's what it'll come down to, though. Is is hard. They did. They won one. How many yeah. of them did they win? One or two? Yeah, they they win a lot of map four hard points. They drop a lot of map ones. Right. Which is, they I beat Subliners three zero, and then they beat um, LA Thieves three one. But they won. Uh, right. I just my my general thought is that Empire's good at search and destroy, and they're good at everything else. Like like across the board, pretty pretty good at it, and. They also can beat Chicago in control. But Chicago provides a better challenge for FaZe because they clearly know they're going to probably drop those searches, but they also are on their bullshit for control against FaZe well, uh, as well. It, I think they provide a better challenge than Dallas does for FaZe, which is why I feel robbed of seeing them play a better series in this major or seeing Optic have a chance to play FaZe in this major. But at the same time, Optic needs to overcome the hump of can we beat Dallas and can we beat New York to even have a chance to like prove themselves against FaZe. So mm. I'm interested to see if they can overcome that in stage two. Um, and we'll see, I guess, Optic in the same bracket as Empire for this stage as well because of the way seating works uh, in, the, in the restructuring. Have been good. Good enough to, to, to win anything. I think they'll just, I don't like, think so. I don't think they'll ever win. I think they won't win majors. They will. I think they will always be exactly where they are, which is fifth place, like fourth, fifth, sixth. I think they'll bounce back and forth. I just don't think they'll ever be good enough to win. I think like this is a crazy take, and I <laughs> I'll leave it here. But I think Florida has a better chance of regaining their ability to play Call of Duty Oof. and play it well. And they have a better chance of winning a major than than LA Thieves does this year. So you think LA Thieves is just a hoodie brand? No, I didn't say that. I mean, I think <laughs> they're a good team, That's... right? But no, I think Florida I has a better shot of just getting back to to actual form and and playing good Call of Duty again and being a top tier team than than LA Thieves does of breaking that ceiling that they're sitting under right now at, at fifth. Place. Yeah, and that's well, the thing. I feel like Thieves are not. Uh they're pretty consistent at their level. I've never, like, so for example, Subliners, I think Subliners came in hot and beat Chicago. And I could see if the Subliners keep it hot and stuff like that, winning a weekend type of thing off of just playing so well. Um, I find it hard to imagine the Thieves doing that. Yeah, I, I will leave this hot take and prediction right here for you guys to react to. London Royal Ravens will win a ma- a match in stage two. I hope so. 
for their sake, <laughs> for the lines, honestly, so that I can just fade them with better odds afterwards. Yeah. They, I, I mean, they were, I thought you were going to say win a major. I was really expecting something like... <laughs> Something oh, I was expecting D, something I, I out was of like, control. Is he about to say? I mean, yeah, they better win a, a major, map. like they were professional Call of Duty. Team. I was like, I'll give you two to one odds. I'm they've like, been, they've been hustling the entire league for the entire stage one. They're gonna come back, gonna win one. big in stage two. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge stage two for them, right? Huge stage two. Yeah, big time. <laughs> They're gonna beat Seattle um, Surge. Duh. Are we it, are Surge done for us? No, I'm not willing to write them off yet. I entirely am. i am after we get, I, I, am. I mean like after, after they like lost to mutineers and i was like look the mutineers are not looking good this is somewhere where they can win and like the odds were so generous but like no at least give us like a three two to show something. us that you have like a fucking something. pulse exactly. they'll, they'll win some matches here and there um and i think maybe there's a roster change coming from seattle who knows um if they're willing to pump the cash into it if they really have that much faith but scott i have a question for you what's up is there a world where any amount of talent that you put around Octane, they actually win games? Yeah. I mean, it's been done before. In like when he was with Thieves, like 100 Thieves back in the day in the CWL. He was, I mean, they put talent around him and it worked out. But he was also, I mean, it was him, Slasher, Kenny, I think, on that roster as well as TJ. And then I'm forgetting the last player because it was fives. I... The the main problem I see with thieves again is just them not having a another like a flex play to play along with them that you can also surge. hold an hold an XM in his hands. Also, the huge I forgot to mention this the huge part of like yeah yeah surge they they don't have a second XM four player AR player I guess now um, the XM four has been GA'd so AR players might lose a little bit of value there as well, which is like very interesting it, it, they have now removed that assault rifle from the game, which is the one that you see everyone using. Um, and I'm really interested to see which way it goes now. So I, I don't Honestly, know. I feel I, like GAing things is making things a bit boring. Oh, yeah, it does. It, it makes it so that you only use these specific guns and there's no real meta changes. And any update that the devs make doesn't really affect a lot of what happens because people aren't willing to go back and, and revisit a GA, right, after it's done. So. Yeah. It makes things quite uninteresting, but I mean, those are pretty much my thoughts on like stage one. Um, I think we kind of flushed everything. Yeah, a with, lot of the stress with with flushing. Now that I've had down the toilet. <laughs> now that I've had time to really vent, get my get my weight off me, I cannot wait to bet on this league again. There is just something so. It is it, fun. It's, it's so toxic because we could rip so up in stage two and then just shank it all on stage three. Or just like completely like do okay during the group stage and then lose it all in the playoffs because we think we know what's happening, just like this time, and then just completely lose everything because it's like, ugh, but God, it's such a fun... Like, you know what? Call of Duty League the is adrenaline rush blood in, yeah, in matches. Yeah, it is. In every is single a, game. That's it's exactly brain-dead right. dead gameplay with no rationale, but somehow... It keeps every happening. so often. It works. Like I know the streak ended. The, the one before that, where the guy just walks under tower to give them first blood, is like that is that's what the Call of Duty League is. Sometimes the feeling you get when you happens. have a team on search and destroy, or if you have like a minus one and a half or like a minus two and a half, and it goes to match or uh, round eleven, and you are just fucking sweating. 
every fucking kill. There's nothing yep. better. I love it. Yeah, agreed. I like. I think. Again, and then we you got... just get to send the GG afterwards. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're pretty much through everything, and I think we've kind of just analyzed where things went wrong, dumbing it down a little bit moving forward as well. Um, just being, I think, staying away from maps is a smart thing. Also, live betting when the maps actually are released, like seeing Florida play Garrison, you want Florida there, right? But that speaks to something else. So go join our Discord um, as well and follow us on Twitter at BO3 Network. We'll try to keep those picks live going into stage two. Um, and we're going to try to keep the chats live. We now have pick channels for each of us. Um, Nikki, I think it will be a little bit more league specific. Chris, I think it'll be a little bit more all around the board. And wherever I think there's value, wherever there's value specific, hopefully. But yeah, Chris, Chris will be on the value channel. Um, Nikki, We'll have your niche leagues, and he's been hitting on those recently. Also, listen to the the Gold Advantage, our sister podcast on stuff, League though. of Legends. I've been yeah, dabbling CSGO's in CSGO's been hitting too. That's been hitting. Yeah, I'm trying so, to dig us out of a fucking hole. Well, it's not too deep, um, and not. I think we'll be all right. My mother forward. listens to this, and she's like, "It's so much fun. Do you make money?" And I was like. <laughs> well, she's like, she's like for, you said you made money in the last episode. I'm like, we did make money in the last episode, but it's we just uh, lost more money the <laughs> next just, episode. <laughs> yeah, we, and that's we got confused. Go. We thought we were meant to lose more than we win, and but now we figured it out. So now we understand to win more than we lose. So right. To be we'll, fair, we'll my there. my uh, LCS bets have been on fucking fire. Your LCS so. bets have been so good, so good. So that, good. That's for a different podcast. For a different for a different title. Under a different title. But thank you for listening to the Money Hill. We'll be back CDL when, major recap. Of we'll course. be back for stage two. Yeah, we'll be back for stage two, of course, with some hot takes, some good picks across the board. I think a lot smarter strategy moving forward as well from your from your boys over here at, at the Best of Three Network. And um, I mean, thank you all for listening again. Let's uh let's make some money in the coming coming stages. Toodaloo. Bye, everyone.